hello, good morning, and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies, and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name's Kate. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm good, Kate. How are you? I'm good, Sinead. How are you? I'm fine. Good. Well, I asked the guys how they were, and now I asked you how you oh, were. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Do you know what today, is, Sinead? <laughs> Today's Tuesday. You know what that means. Special guest Tuesday. Who do we have this week, Sinead? This week we have the lovely, also former Disney Pass member, Andrea. Hey, hello everyone. Hi guys. <laughs> I love the waves. waves. I love the Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> How are you, Andrea? I am all right. Thank you very much. All things yeah. considered. Up until about five seconds ago, you had your very lovely income paint spirit jersey on which is very I nice did yeah i'm really sorry but uh, it just got a really um it, it got hot in here and i think it's all the pressure of you know being a guest star to use and all that kind of thing but yeah <laughs> oh don't be worried about that what what's your favorite character that's on the income paint spirit jersey i'm curious um well, i'd go with mickey i think Ooh. oh okay nice classic. and classic yeah it's a classic they're all are, yeah mickey you can't miss with mickey yeah that's fair so how's your week going Kate yeah it's fine everything's fine Uh, (laughs) she says through gritted teeth everything's grand you know we're just living our lives getting through till August trying not to kill anybody or anything (laughs) Uh, that's all we can ask from you that's literally (laughs) all I can do that's it that's all I got (laughs) excellent do you know what I find? I find it's just, it's not getting easier. No, I think by yeah. now I would, I would kind of get used to the fact that this is what it is and this is the new normal or whatever, but it's just, it's not, I'm not getting there. And it's like, it's been yeah. weeks and I'm just thinking every single time I've seen news or whatever, I just keep thinking, Jesus Christ, is this even real life? It's just, it's not hitting home. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. Like here in Ireland, this is week eight. <sighs> <laughs> this is week eight of, um, <laughs> like, since the school's closed basically that's when i started from um because then like as soon as the school closed within a week everything else is closed um and i just sometimes i think about it and i'm like wow eight weeks i was like well it's actually been pretty quick but then i'm yeah. also like my god it's been so slow yeah, <laughs> yeah. i feel like you know i mean in like it's really weird but then when i think about the future i'm like Oh, even to get to the 18th of May, which is when the hardware shores open. I'm like, geez, that's a, such a long way away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause like, I feel, I feel like March was the slowest month I have ever encountered in my entire life. And then April was about half a second long. Yeah, p- yeah pretty much, yeah. yeah. And now I'm trying to figure out if May is going to be also as quick. I mean, we're already on the 6th which I suppose is doing pretty well. <laughs> We're 12, 11-ish days away from the 18th of May, which is our next milestone. I have to just go by the milestones. I can't do anything else because otherwise I'll lose my mind. Yeah. Um, She's just really excited to go to Woody's. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, never in my life have I been excited to go to a hardware store. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go. Get some wood or some paint or something. I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah. mind, whatever. <laughs> They're being very oddly specific with it, with with the hardware stores. Or I was like, why the hardware stores though? You know, because it's like on the 18th of March, on the 18th of May, it's hardware stores, garden centers, yeah, those um, outdoor workers and construction. All right, yeah, that kind of makes sense then. Yeah, yeah. gives anybody else 
shit to do. Yeah, yeah. but they're like, because because like garden centres are stuff right in the open, I guess. Even though it's not everyone disease. But here we go. Back to these stupid rules. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Exactly. I have some issues on these whole phases, but you know, we won't get into it. <laughs> exactly. How, how's it going for you, Andrea? How are you doing? Um, I'm working from home since basically the whole thing started, uh, which was a completely new experience for me. I've never... I've never worked from home before and it took me a while to kind of get into a rhythm. Yeah. I would just sit in front of my computer in the morning and I would be like, what's, what's this feeling around 3, 3 p.m.? I was like, what's this feeling? Why do I feel like I'm going to faint? And then I realized I didn't get up to get some water. I didn't eat. I didn't do anything. I was just because you, you, you don't have the rhythm as you usually would. And yeah. it really took me a while to kind of find it. Um, now it's, it's grand. Like I spend time with my cat, which I think is to both of our <laughs> Everyone's laughing at this point. <laughs> we love Mo. I spend time with my cat. Yeah, that's what I do. She spends time with me. She's a bit. She was a bit confused for the first couple of weeks. She was like, "Why are you here? Why are you always here?" I mean, she liked it obviously, but you know, at the same time, she did have that look in her face, like, "This is my place. You, you know, you're supposed to be gone for like 10, 10 hours every day. Wait, why are you still here?" <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's it's fine. Um, we're pushing through. Nothing much, nothing much we can do. Yeah, that's all we can do. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we had our third Disney Zoom drinks and whatnot, and everyone wore pajamas the last time. We did. It was so much fun. I love those nights. even happened. <laughs> you forgot hey. it even. Well, I mean, a lot of things happened on that Friday, Kate. That's when we had our phase plan announced. Oh yeah, I think literally that's why. just before we had the Zoom call. So I just I put a little bit of a damper on it. I just oh. block it out. <laughs> yeah, but the quiz went down very well. It was all about movies. You're welcome. Yeah, it was and really once, fun. Andrea and didn't I win. didn't win. I didn't yeah. win. <laughs> <laughs> you came a very respectable joint third. Joint third, I'll take that. Considering there was there were five questions, um, Disney. Disney Channel movies questions, and I, I think I didn't get one of them right. Just shows, oh. I think it shows my age. That one, <laughs> but we're not gonna go there, <laughs> we won't ask that. That'd be fiercely rude. So, we're gonna do another Disney quiz Zoom night. If any of you haven't joined yet, please do join us. And that one will be on the 15th of May. So, just before everyone gets to go to hardware shop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And this one is also going to have a theme. So it's going to be Dapper slash Disney Bound. Whichever you have available in your household. That means you don't have to order online from places slash go anywhere. Because where the hell are you going to go anyways? So yeah. It's also because a lot of us have done a lot of online shopping that has been Disney related whilst we've been cooped up for the past two months. So everyone's just like, I would like somewhere to wear my new outfits, please. <laughs> so we're giving everybody that facility. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so if you want to be involved in those, do drop us a DM on Instagram and we will get the details for that. Soon. It's really fun. Like guys, if you're listening and you're thinking, should I, should I not? It's actually really, really fun. <laughs> we spend hours uh, just talking about, it. I don't even know. Like I turn around and it's like 11 and I'm like, Jesus, we've been on this thing for four hours. I don't like, where, where, where does the time go? The time does fly. Time flies we didn't even you pay you to say that. No. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Free promo. <laughs> <laughs> so before we move on to the news, I feel like, I, I feel a little bit like once upon a screen, we have some admin. We do have some admin, don't we? 
Do go. Do go on. We have some very exciting admins. So as of this week's episode, we are now a part of the After Dark Podcast Network. Weird. That someone very asked us to be a part of their network. Congratulations. <laughs> Guys, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. It is. It's, like the logistics. Go ahead. it's a great achievement and it just shows you. Yeah. Well done. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, Andrea. Well, we should have you on all the, all the time. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're so affirmating. <laughs> I'm such a fan. I remember the first time I listened to you guys. I remember what I was doing. I was um, cleaning out my wardrobe and taking stuff out. And I was listening to you talking about, you know, how it all started and everything. It was, oh, loved it. <laughs> because I missed, like, especially, like, um, Kate, your laugh, obviously. I think I always refer to it. It's, it was one of the highlights of my days working in Disney you don't hear it that often especially if you work together like obviously we spend eight <laughs> hours working in the store especially under certain under certain circumstances but still when you do it yeah it's one of those things that always brightens up my day Andrew, you have to stop people are gonna think that we've I know they're not paying me um so yeah, logistically, nothing will change with the podcast. It's still going to be the exact same. It's just we're now linked in with a bunch of other great podcasts. A lot of them are around Disney as well. So any of the kind of Disney theme park shows that are also on the network, will be sure to link in the show notes if you want to check any of those out as well. And yeah, very exciting times. Yeah, just want to thank the guys over at the, um, the After Dark Network for asking us to join because... Um, it means a lot. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hey, I totally forgot about our other admin. What? We got a new logo. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You didn't mention that in the last one. I don't because I wasn't that sure also, if it was going to be ready. That also happened a couple of less than one day ago, so I also forgot that it was a thing. I've already packaged it away in my head as a past thing. <laughs> yeah, we got new artwork. Yeah, guys, Lovely. it's all happening for us. Look, your podcast turns one and that's it. Everything just flies. <laughs> new artwork, new network, new friends, new everything. <laughs> new uh, podcast, who this? What? <laughs> oh, I suppose before we go on to the news, I should also mention that Ellen was listening to last week's episode Yes, with Sam. But the way her Spotify opened up, it reverted back to our first episode. And oh. that's because like, it just came. That's how it ordered itself. Yeah. Um, when she just opened up her Spotify and so she was like oh this is like the first five seconds and so she listened to the first five seconds and then she was like right yeah and then she listened to last week's episode and she was like it's just so crazy she was like because in the first episode you guys are like hi this is Mickey Waffles podcast blah, 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 blah. but then she was like in the new one it's like so cringe, <laughs> so cringe. and she's like so cringe it's like you guys like, she's like it's like you guys like woke up. <laughs> <laughs> we we like, we've come a long way in a year. Um yeah, I think like we had admin, but that was it. <laughs> we did. But still, um, it, it was good to call it out up the front. Yeah, pretty much. And I suppose um now we can uh, get on to the news. So yeah, so for the first time within COVID-19 related situations, we actually have a fair bit of news to be going on. Now, in all fairness, it all came from the same source, but there was a lot of information. <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. So I... Oh, sorry, go on. So Disney had their Q2 earnings report call yesterday as of when we're recording this. We're recording this on Wednesday, not on Tuesday, but that's besides the point. <laughs> that's besides the point. 
So, Kate, do you want to kick off with some of the things that were mentioned in it? Yes, they're not in my book. They're on my computer. Guys, I updated my computer. It took two and a half hours, but now it, like, works. So, like, I can have multiple tabs open at the same time. So, like, this Zoom call is going, but I'm also looking at my Google Docs. Like, how exciting. So, the call had a bunch of people on it. There was Bob Chaka, Bob Iger, Christy McCarthy, who's the CFO, and Lal Singer, who is the Senior Vice President of Investor Relations. To be honest, guys, I read the whole transcript of the entire call. A lot of it was quite boring, but there was some actual interesting stuff to come out of the call. Most of it came out of the Q&A at the end. One thing that annoys me about investor calls like this is that, because I've noticed it with like a couple of Disney things that like they don't actually say a lot of things until the Q&A. So like the statements that everyone made, they were like somewhat interesting and they gave a little bit of information. But then when the Q&As came out, they had all of this other information they just weren't going to tell us until someone asked a question and I was just like oh well that's I would imagine I would imagine so I haven't got to listen to all of it but from the way it was structured it's very similar to quarterly earnings reports that I have with the company that I work for and they send out usually about a week in advance people the opportunity to ask questions Mm -hmm. so I would say they probably already had some questions come in that were going to be asked or common threads of questions that people had submitted to ask so i'd say they probably said they may as well wait because people were going to ask them anyways okay fair um so i've split the call into basically three groups i have the shanghai news because that was the biggest park news and then i have disney plus news and then also other parks and cruise news so i'll start with shanghai um so shanghai is set to reopen on may the 11th or the 11th of May, depending on which side of the sea you're on. So they noted that they had already opened Disney Town, Wishing Star Park, and Shanghai Disneyland Hotel back in mid-March, um, mostly for the fact that there's like little grocery stores and stuff in Disney Town um, that people could go and actually like buy supplies from. Yeah. So, but while they were open, they were keeping in place like social distancing and all that sort of stuff. So they were like through this we've now decided that it's okay to start opening Shanghai Disney. Um, They're going to be taking a phased approach to it. So they're going to have limits on attendance. They're going to be using an advanced reservation and entry system. And they're also going to have controlled guest density using social distancing. Um, This will also involve guests having data tickets so that they can control the capacity that's turning up at the gate so that you don't have 10,000 people turning up and then the whole place is full too early and then you can't get in. Um, just lastly, on the two last bits of Shanghai, like there wasn't much to say, but what was said was quite interesting. Um, on average, Shanghai Disney has a capacity of 80,000 guests per day, but the government wants them to start operating with a capacity of 30% of that, which is only 24,000 guests. Yeah, yeah. But Disney is actually going to start with a much lower capacity than that, a max capacity, and then they're going to slowly work towards it. And they hope by the time that they do have a 24,000% capacity, that um the government will allow them to increase that further that makes sense yeah and then the last thing they've noted is that like both cast and guests are going to be required to wear masks while in the park um the only cast members that will not require masks will be face characters but they were going to be placed a safe distance away from crowds and guests imagine that's just like shows and parades and stuff yeah. like that yeah i imagine it's going to be uh there's going to be no yeah, it sounds similar to what they did in Paris when the whole thing um, kind of started with having princesses on the floats rather than uh, have the princess pavilion open. So yeah, kind exactly. Of, I think it's yeah. kind of similar to that. Yes, those frameworks that came out of Shanghai, there wasn't really much else said apart from those small logistics. 
I guess they're really using Shanghai as like their tester because yeah. Yeah. they, by the sounds of it, they still don't really know how they're going to open the US parks. We talk about it later on, but it just... Because like when you when you look at the Shanghai thing, like they it was what mid March, mid end of March that they started reopening the different aspects of it. Yeah. So like that's two months to them to get to yeah. the stage to feel confident to open a gate with really really limited capacity. Yeah. And like everything in world and land is still completely shut down. So it'll it'll be interesting to see what stages they take there. Uh yeah, pretty much. They're um I know they were also it wasn't said in the call or might have been, I just didn't write it down, that they're um, planning on not running everything within the park as well. They're going to be oh, running okay. on like limited runs of stuff so that they won't have all of the rides open and all this sort of stuff. Because obviously, if you're only allowing 30% capacity in, you don't need 100% capacity get, uh, casts. Yeah. So I, I think they're also saying there will true. be no, no shows and no nighttime spectaculars or anything like that, right? Mm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. But the yeah. only thing I would say is surely they would need... So say, for example, if 24,000 is 30% capacity on a, for a regular day, surely they would still need more than 30% cast members if they're planning on like sterilizing rides after every ride and stuff like that. They'll need a higher portion of yeah. cast members to guests than they normally would have ran at. So it might not affect cast in that aspect quite as much because if anything, they'll need more of them yeah. for fewer guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just, well, to be honest, who knows? <laughs> no one that's like literally true. that's the thing like we say some like i everything i could say could be wrong everything everyone says can be wrong like um yeah but yeah no, it's a really good point like they say that like they don't want um they say that like the cast coming back will be proportioned to how many guests can come back but then also if you're gonna exactly if you're gonna place all these measures which they said they would with like yeah like wiping down like every half an hour and like wiping down after every like you obviously need more manpower to be able to do the extra task that you've placed but, you know i wouldn't put it past disney to ask cast to do the exact same job they were doing as well as extra for the same price what are you talking about Kate? they never do a thing like that what should i talk about our, next case so i mean that's everything for shanghai and then we move on to uh disney plus and like I put it as like Disney Plus and like TV entertainment because I have a little bit of the end that we wouldn't really talk about, but I thought it was quite interesting. So basically, Disney Plus is doing really well. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, initially, Bob Jacob was like, "Yeah, Disney Plus has been a real big success," and I'm like, "No shit." No. <laughs> I was like, "Why, Jacob? Thanks." So basically, it talked to West- Western markets really well. Um, by the sound of what JPEG said, better than they thought it would, which I thought was quite interesting. Globally, Disney Plus now has 54.5 million subscribers, and it's wow. not even released everywhere yet, which I think is crazy. Um, when Disney Plus launched in Europe, um, it now has a paid subscriber base of $35.5 billion. So wow. just in, I, don't, I can't remember if that's just from European subscriptions or all over now, but that's crazy. Then there was just some questions about Disney Plus and how it's going to progress now that it's doing so well. Um, and the fact that it is doing like, it's doing better than it was projected at the moment because obviously everyone's at home and they've got a lot of people buying Disney Plus that wouldn't have if everything yeah. was still the way it was. Um, so they basically said that they're still investing into Disney Plus at the same rate as they had planned to and they haven't changed the plan. Um, okay. they're, 
we're also reminded that there was there are still a lot of countries where Disney Plus has yet to be released. So the spread of income and revenue from the service is still yet to be like taken in from Disney. They still have a lot more outlets that they can basically swindle money from. So they were like, don't worry about Disney Plus, everything's going fine. It's not gonna reach profitability too early, but if it does, like it's not really gonna matter. So they're basically like, don't worry about it, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and there was also a lot of talk around more VODs, which are video on demand. Um, and if they were going to be making more of an appearance if COVID continued the way it was. Because I know that over in the US, they got onward onto Disney Plus pretty recently. Frozen 2 as well. Yeah, exactly. So they have, they have quite a few titles that were in the cinema really not that long ago and technically shouldn't be on VOD already, but they've not really had much choice. And Artemis Fowl is also no longer getting a release in cinemas and it's going straight to Disney Plus yeah. because of its target audience. So um, Makes sense. one of the analysts on the call was asking if they're going to be having more VODs or what the plan is. And JPEG said that they review each movie on a case-by-case basis. Um, because the situation is so fluid, that's basically what they're still doing. So especially with Mulan. So Mulan's set to release on July 24th, which is going to be their first cinema release of one of their uh, temple movies. That's what they call them. I was okay. like, what the, I was like, what's this? And then I, mm-hmm. so temple movies are like, they, they're like, they're like main movies. So like Artemis Fowl doesn't count because they were yeah. like, that can fuck off. <laughs> um, but it's also like a logistic thing of, of Artemis Fowl was never going to do as well as Mulan when you put Mulan up against the other princess live action movies and also oh, yeah. how potentially massive it's going to be in the Chinese market. Like it would be stupid for them to just whack that onto Disney Plus. Oh yeah, absolutely. Exactly. That's what he was like. He was like, that's why we're like, they knew that Artemis Fowl, Artemis Fowl is based at like under 14s or like the tween range, I think. And hmm. so like, especially so they were like, it just doesn't, there's no point. We might as well just put it on Disney yeah. Plus. And I'll, but like, there was a lot of people asking like, do you think the theatres are going to even be open by July? Like it's very presumptuous of you to put a, a movie into the cinema in July when you don't even know. Um, but they basically, they from the sounds of it, they don't really know. They're basically hoping that the theatres are going to be open and they hope that Mulan does well. <laughs> um, even though right. that, like, the, the cinemas are going to be at like half capacity and social distancing is going yeah. to have to be put in place. And the cinemas might only have like two showings a day instead of six and stuff like that. Um, what I also thought was quite interesting is that they were banking a lot of it. On, so there's a movie coming out a week before Mulan called Tenet. And it's a Christopher okay. Nolan directed movie. And okay. Trapek... Referred to it as a highly competitive movie to Mulan is being released a week before. So I googled it, and this is the only movie that's coming out the week before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so they're basically hoping that by this movie coming out first, they're going to see how well it does, and that should hopefully have then projections for Mulan a week later, and they can decide right. what to do with Mulan after that. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. But then I also, while I was looking up Tenant. Uh, Tenet they don't even know if Tenet's going to make it into the mo- into the theatres <laughs> like yeah, actually, as of yesterday they're like oh, I don't know yeah. <laughs> see the thing I don't really yeah. understand is that like for example Universal with Trolls you could rent Trolls for like 24 or 48 hours for mm-hmm. an amount of money and you could watch it as many times as you wanted within that amount of money and I get why on a normal basis film studios aren't keen on doing that because you could have 10 million you could have you could have a teacher rent it and show it to a whole class of students or something like that but mm-hmm. obviously at the minute only one household or whoever happens to be in that household would be able to watch it um so i find it interesting that disney's kind of 
almost refusing to follow a similar trajectory because I from what I I think I've seen online and stuff I think trolls did pretty well I know I'm pretty sure my brother and sister-in-law because my niece loves trolls Mm -hmm. downloaded it and watched it when it first came out to kind of I don't see why they wouldn't do that to at least ensure that they would still be able to get some of the money that they would have made from the cinema yeah I know I just thought it was really interesting they basically are just like because they still have their plans for like Black Widow and Soul Soul yeah um and all those other movies but i i think they're basically just like no we can still make movie in the cinema because we're disney one thing that came through the call a lot was we're disney people love disney disney will survive <laughs> i mean <laughs> not they're not mess- wrong no absolutely not a lot of a lot of, of what um a lot of what chapek and Iger had a bit of a bit of a statement at the beginning and he was just like everyone on this call needs to remember that disney is like a shining hope for a lot of people and it's really important that we continue to make this content and all of this sort of stuff like this is exactly what people need and they were like if we deliver it now when people need it they'll come back to us when they can and like like there is nobody in disney is worried <laughs> like <laughs> they need was... to say it like that as well especially on that kind of call but yeah. i think his his dad right um he's that right in the best of times in the best of times disney serves as a like a safe haven for a lot of people Mm -hmm. and i think especially in these troubling times and uncertain times it's actually more so so yeah yeah that was a very um it was a very popular point in the call everyone kept reiterating it i was like we get it it's disney (laughs) this is a recorded call i get it i get it disney is bulletproof wow (laughs) Um, so that was pretty much it for Disney Plus. They're still planning on distributing it out into all the other countries that still have to go to. Um, then the last you, two side one. Yeah, sorry, Kate. I just wanted to ask you: Did they mention anything about like original content, providing more original content? Did they touch? Um, um, basically, they or... said everything that's currently in post production is still in post production and not still being worked on. I assume because editors can work from home and yeah, everyone yeah. can just transfer data Perfect. to each other. Yeah. yeah. Um, but everything that was in anything that basically isn't in post-production or in pre-production, I suppose, where they're still planning about it, that's all been stopped. So like no one's filming, no one's going places, no one's doing anything. Yeah. Um, they did confirm. They did. Oh, sorry, go on. Yep. Go ahead. No, this is just still on Disney Plus. <laughs> so obviously we said on last week's episode, Rise of Skywalker got released on monday but also they've been like dropping little shows here and there so one of the uh-huh. newer ones that they've dropped is a show called prop culture um, oh, where it. it's a collector within the states and it's different movies so the first episode is i only know what the first three episodes are so it's mary poppins and then it's tron and then it's the nightmare for christmas i have only watched the nightmare for christmas one because i was like i'm gonna see if i like this with arguably my favorite movie out of this time. oh no and it's watch. fantastic watch all of it's it it's so good it's- <laughs> Oh it's no, brilliant. I will. I plan to. I just it, wanted it, to like. It I was kind like, of if feels... I hate this and it's my favorite movie, then I'm. I'm yeah, not I know. I know what you mean. It, but I like it. I know what you mean. Um, it kind of filled the hole that the Imagineering story left for me. Uh, um, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it's not like it's different, but it kind of yeah, it's it's really well made and it's it's really good. And you can like when you see the passion that goes into making these type of things and how. How, how many people are actually involved and to what extent yeah. and what it actually means to them even years later. It's just, oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. And he, the guy that, is the, so the guy is just a personal collector, but again, I can only talk for the Nightmare for Christmas one, but like he goes and visits Danny Elfman and sees Danny Elfman's original jacks that he has from the movie. They visit director Henry Selleck and he has the full like clay model of Sandy Claus in 
the like coffin sleigh with the skeleton reindeer and all that kind of stuff. He is like a full scale one of those in his like main room. And he was telling this really cute story of when it was like Halloween time and kids would show up with their parents and they'd be like dressed as like Jack or Sally or like Lock, Shock and Barrel or whatever. He'd like bring them into the house and be like, look at what I have. And they would have no idea who he is, but they'd be like, what? Who? What is this? <laughs> so would highly recommend going watching Prop Culture. But there's a lot of like little, little new nuggets that keep getting dropped on Disney Plus every so often. And that was one I definitely recommend. Um, just just quickly back to the whole original content thing well not back to you still talking about it um jpeg was like oh he's so stupid he was like obviously the mandalorian has done really well and i'm like oh my god you're the ceo of this company i hate you so much (laughs) (laughs) he he basically was like mandalorian has been the best thing that's come from disney plus and it's the most successful original that we have so they're aware that the originals are doing well and they're aware that they need to keep them coming um, but yeah, at the moment, everything's sort of been put on hold for which is fine. Production. There's just so much content there, anyway. I think if you yeah, if you kind of view at the at that yeah. app as something completely different to Netflix, which I think people are maybe just starting to realize, there's mm-hmm. just so much value in what you have there that you can't even like. It's a completely different ballpark from from the other similar apps. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of other apps, just quickly, um, for anyone who doesn't know, Disney owns Hulu, which is another streaming service that's in America. Um, it's not available over here. They had small talks about making it international once they bought it. Um, and one of the analysts asked if due to like the whole rise of VOD and how well Disney Plus did and everything like that, if they were going to be pushing money in towards expanding Hulu internationally. Shafek was basically like, no. <laughs> he was like, we don't plan on it. We don't, we're kind of meh about it. We don't really see the point in making hulu international which i'm quite sad about because it seems really silly because i've always wanted because there's so many there's so many shows on hulu that you can't get here on netflix and all this sort of stuff and i'm just like i'd pay for it like i'll happily pay for five subscription services if all of those services have different content Yeah. yeah yeah and i know like what a lot of people have said so obviously disney have acquired fox and there are certain fox things that have made their way onto disney plus for example edward sisterhands is yeah. on disney plus is not a disney movie in any way shape or form but fox obviously have a massive back catalog of things that would in no way shape or form necessarily be appropriate to be under a url that has disney first and foremost so for example mm-hmm. The Alien movies, American Horror Story, all of that kind of stuff. Fox has so many not suitable for Disney titles that Disney could make use of. So I don't know why they're not just slapping all of those on Hulu and then launching Hulu out everywhere. They don't have to pay for that content. They just have to, I suppose, pay to get into that market. Because like, I would do it to have the full back catalog of stuff. Oh, yeah, so you got the same argument then as well that um, they're making the new Lizzie McGuire series and they're also making a Love, Simon series. For anyone who doesn't know, Love, Simon is about a gay couple and <laughs> basically Disney were like, we don't want to make, we don't want to make Love, Simon and put on Disney Plus because we think it's not suitable for a Disney Plus audience. We're going to put it on Hulu because of the, because of the like grandeur of the um, series. And I was like, What? I was like, this is never going to put up, put on Hulu. And then um, Hilary Duff, who's Lizzie McGuire, wanted to take Lizzie McGuire in a slightly more adult direction, you know, doing what adults do kind of thing. And Disney were like, oh, if you want to take it out of that cookie cutter format, it's going to have to go to Hulu, not Disney Plus. And she's like, but why though? 
Like, Do you know what I mean? So it's so ridiculous. Like the whole thing about the Love Simon thing. They literally Disneyland Paris every year does a pride event. Like how? Like how? Oh, I don't know. I know. We'll end up I think they're still trying to kind of find their footing with some of it, yeah. especially with the mixed content of you know having some folk things on that, as you just said. I think they're still trying to quite probably to find the perfect balance between family friendly entertainment what mm-hmm. Disney Plus should be and like yeah. how far can they push it with certain other areas. Um, yeah, I think there there's steps in the right direction, but it's probably going to take some time. And I think it's mostly down to the American audience rather than European one, which is also quite that's why we, we're, we're very chill over here. I think that's <laughs> yeah. part of the problem of why we find, we find it so frustrating because we're like, yeah. but why? Like, yeah. what the fuck does it matter? <laughs> well, what's the big yeah. deal <laughs> And then finally, just the last little bit on like the whole TV thing was ESPN. For anyone who doesn't know, Disney also owns ESPN. Obviously, ESPN shows all live sporting events, which have all been cancelled. So ESPN are struggling due to the fact that they have no content. There has been, there was two brand new series brought out. um, One about Michael Jordan that wasn't meant to come out for another couple of months, I think. But they've released it already. Frank that did really well, which is great i guess but there was actually surprisingly a lot of talk about espn on this call about like mm. live sports sport distributors sport advertising like what were they gonna like there was so much espn talk well what i will say is there is a plethora of rumors going on that the WWE is going to be bought by espn and fox oh my god imagine the, the, so the xf so if anybody I enjoy wrestling. Kate enjoys wrestling. Andrea, I don't know if you enjoy wrestling. Mm. I'll say that's no. <laughs> but anyways, basically Vince McMahon, the main guy in WWE, he tried doing this XFL thing again as an alternative to the NFL. Failed miserably, went back bankrupt, and apparently the company is desperate for money. So it's looking like the McMahons as a whole are going to sell their majority share in the business and pretty much all take a step back with the exception of potentially stephanie mcmahon and triple h none of this is confirmed these are all just rumors that i've heard through breffney who's usually a pretty good reliable source um, but yeah apparently that's the reason so they've let go of a bunch of wrestlers in the past few weeks and a lot of wrestlers are being given open contracts for it's basically like you want to leave go oh wow and it's looking like they could potentially be being bought by espn and fox which in fairness to me makes perfect sense Oh, yeah, absolutely. WWE fitting in under that Disney umbrella makes perfect sense. Absolutely. There's so much crossover between Disney fans and WWE fans. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Again, none of this confirmed. Just all rumors I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love a good rumor on this podcast. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was it for Disney Plus and other televisions things, basically. Poor ESPN. It'd be struggling. <laughs> it's like, we have no live sports. Help us. But, like, some of the stuff they said was like really stupid so like they had the draft for the nfl i think i don't understand american sports um and they had the draft and that's all a 58 percent increase in viewership and i was like well obviously you've got nothing else to watch <laughs> also people can't go to like sports bars and watch it collectively so yeah. more people are watching it at home that would have watched it in bars yeah it's like almost they tried to make it they tried to spin it like aren't we great and i was like well <laughs> obviously <laughs> duh yeah do you, want me, do you want me to go on to the last bit as well go for it yeah cool so our last bit is park and cruise news wow that rhymes 
Um, so there really isn't much to be said in the way of parks that are in Shanghai. But for Q2, the parks and entertainment, that section, lost um, $1 billion in revenue. Um, Good lord. But Christine wanted to make it clear that that was basically down to two and a half weeks worth of closure. But they really weren't losing money until the parks had to close. So really, being closed for two and a half weeks, they've lost a billion dollars. Which is I think just it's when... equal as like 10% is what I've heard. Yeah, it's just, you're just like, you obviously know Disney make tons of fucking money, but when you actually hear figures, you're like, wow. <laughs> um, she did mention that also Hong Kong was suffering before COVID due to the declining guests. So they knew they were going to have a slight dip in the Q2 figures, but nowhere near to $1 billion. Um, there's, someone asked for a split of park and cruise earnings and Christine was like, bitch, we don't do that here. So we don't know. <laughs> she, was, she was like, so we can't exactly pinpoint like where the major losses were. Um, but one thing I thought was interesting was that there was a decrease of about 10 to 15% of overnight stays in the park um, coming up to the week before the closure. So I assume that was people just not going on their holidays. <laughs> do you know what I find interesting though? So me and Kate, Andrea, I don't know if you watch him, but there's a guy called Adam Hatton and we watch his vlogs and he's currently putting out a series from Walt Disney World literally the week that they that they closed the parks. And mm-hmm. the most recent vlog that he put out was from the 13th of March. So l- two days before they closed the parks. The day our and country shut down. <laughs> yeah, the day our country shut down, the day before Disneyland Paris had to immediately shut, like, shit was going down. And he's standing there in the middle of thousands of people literally thousands and thousands of people watching happily ever after and i'm like if that's them with a 10 to 15 percent decrease on the people there i'm mm-hmm. like holy god yeah yeah Horrific. it's all just that if anyone hasn't to just show you how like crazy on how much i don't think america understands the gravity of the situation when the situation started they were like everything's fine so the fact I feel like they're like a good month behind everyone else in like thought process of how bad the situation is as yeah. like a collective. Um, yeah. yeah, and now they're advised get some bleach in, yeah, you'll be fine. Like. <laughs> so, oh, oh dear, we don't endorse that. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> we, we, we don't yeah, stand. No. So, over 100,000 park cast members have been furloughed, however, their medical is still being paid for. Um, which I think in America is actually pretty good because, you know, it costs you 600 bucks to sneeze. When Chapek was asked about the planned max capacity for the US parks whenever they open, he basically didn't have an answer, which I guess is kind of fair because I guess I can't hate him for that or whatever. Um, He did say it would be looked at by a case-by-case basis because, like, world has people flying, has, has flying, no, has guests flying in from all over the world to stay for two to three weeks. But land is mostly locals who drive in, stay for the day and drive home. So you need to treat each park on a case-by-case basis because you have different sets of people using them. But whatever percentage of the park is open, he did say this for the American parks for sure because it was like a specific question, is that whatever percentage of the park is open, this will also be reflected in the amount of cast they have scheduled. So if they're only at 50% capacity, they won't have all of the cast that they usually have. He was like, it will be on a cast by guest ratio makes sense hmm. yeah um they also plan to use a data ticket system that, that they're trialing with the reopening of shanghai in order to show that people don't arrive at the park gate and realize it's full by 9 a.m i wonder if they'll stop 
park hoppers as well um, yeah i was thinking that as well i was like you get you one have... day to be in one yeah. park and that's it maybe they'll do it kind of similar to how tokyo do it so when you get say a three-day ticket from tokyo you have a designated park on one day you have a designated park on the second day and then the third day i think you can have a combination of the two but they might kind of trial it around, oh. around that just kind of maximize or minimize probably is the better term who goes where imagine trying to do that in paris having a full day for studios studios absolutely <laughs> not oh dear um Again, they also plan on doing what they did with Shanghai and opening up Disney Springs slash Downtown Disney and external entertainment before they open the parks. Um, cruise lines are definitely going to be the last of the Disney cohort to reopen for obvious reasons. Um, however, Christine did note that, which I thought was quite cute and quite interesting, um, although the cruise lines actually don't account for a large portion of revenue for the Walt Disney Company, they do deal with a lot of returning guests for the cruises. So they're pretty confident that when it's safe for the cruise ships to open, the guests will know that Disney take their safety very seriously and they'll have a lot of returning guests booking cruises because I guess that's fair. Like if you go on one Disney cruise, you learn and then you just trust them. Yeah. And like Disney have that like system of like your first cruise, you're a certain level. Whenever you do your second cruise, you get a different level. It means you need to get a different lanyard. We all know people are obsessed with getting exclusive crap. So that kind of helps them. But also Disney was one of the very few cruise lines that didn't have any news stories going around about people catching COVID-19 on the ships or people, Mm -hmm. God forbid, dying on the ships. So out of the grand scheme of cruise companies, they kind of fared better out of it than most. Uh, Yeah, exactly. And the last thing Disney want is someone getting sick on one of their cruise ships. So it's definitely going to be the last thing to open, but they're definitely going to push all of their focus on making sure that it's 100% safe because they know that the guests returning to the cruise lines are people that have been on cruises before. So they're not going to fuck about with them. Yeah, exactly. Um, my last point for the call is that DLP was never mentioned. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> oh, poor DLP. Madness. Um, they talked about the Asian parks. They talked about the US parks. DLP, the only time they mentioned DLP was the day it closed. And they oh. just said Paris closed on this date, and then that was it. They didn't mention that, anything like, else. Awkward middle child. Yeah, they're basically just like you can just fend for yourself. Don't worry about it. Which is also really sad because in Japan they only make money from the royalties of Japan. They don't make money from anything else because they don't own the fucking thing. But in Disneyland yeah. Paris they own it, and they still don't care about it enough. They still care about mm-hmm. Japan more, and it's very frustrating. For DLP. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but it also just kind of makes sense, I just noted, because they don't have as much hearsay in France as they would do in other parts of the world, because France, I think, can actually stand up for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, like, yeah, Disney, like the Disney parks specifically, and even if we're just talking about Orlando, account for, I would argue, probably the bulk of a lot of the reason that people go to Orlando specifically, so... Mm-hmm which makes up a hefty amount of the tourism for Florida as a whole state. So Disney have a lot of say over what happens. That's yeah. why in Orlando airport, you can't buy chewing gum because Disney won't allow it. So they just don't sell it in the airport. So as much kind of pull as they have over the state and the country that they are predominantly based in, I don't think Disney's going to be able to bully the prime minister of France into opening DLP because I we all know what the French are like and they won't like that. <laughs> Well, when they first arrived, they were all communists. So what yeah, are you going to do? Huge. 
<laughs> so sad. So sad. Um, so yeah, that's basically everything that came from the call. One other thing I just like to mention while we're talking about DLP, complete rumors, but it's completely rumored that the expansion for uh, studios may be delayed by quite a significant okay. amount due to COVID. I think so. Yeah, I can see that happening, obviously. Like everything's just rumored. Like there's actually been because yeah. who makes press statements about DLP? Absolutely no one. <laughs> um <laughs> so, well, yeah. we we do actually have some news about well, I say we. Andrea can share some news about DLP because he got an email from them today. Yeah, they oh, just yeah. Send, you take they, it. Yeah, thank you, Kate. <laughs> take it away. <laughs> take it. Yeah, they I got an email from them today saying that um since the opening of the Marvel New York New York Marvel Hotel, whatever the name is, is going to be delayed. Yeah. Um they they're saying that they don't know by um like how many weeks, months or whatever. And that I had a booking, I think it was last week of August, first week of September. Um, with this email, they're noting that it's been canceled and I can reschedule, um, get a voucher or like get a refund, whatever I want to do. And that um, they will give me more information when they have it. Like they didn't say, oh, it's delayed by yeah. this many. Oh, they, they were really, they weren't specific, but they did say it's your reservation is canceled. So yeah, obviously. It's not going to happen anytime soon. Interesting times. I wonder how it'll affect, like, obviously for Magic Kingdom, it'll affect the, what will happen for the 50th. And they're going to kind of have to pick and choose what they'll potentially have done by the 50th of Magic Kingdom and Disney World as a whole. But I wonder how much of an effect it will have on any kind of refurbs they're planning on doing in DLP ahead of the 30th in 2022. Yeah. Because I don't know if they'll get rent all the hotels then. Because if they're still focusing so much of their resources on getting Hotel New York up and running. Yeah. Because like the Disneyland Hotel had already been delayed with it, its refurb. So who bloody knows? Do you know what? I never even think the castle is going to get a refurb. I think it's going to have broken slats for the rest of its life. I it'll know. Get it will get a facelift at some stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they get more money, I think. I'm thinking... <laughs> What have we had? We've had the 25th. What's the next one? Yeah. The 30th? Maybe yeah. by the 35th, it won't look like crap. <laughs> See, like for far away, it doesn't look like crap. But when you have a lens with a pretty damn good zoom and you can zoom into the castle in any great detail, it, it's, it's, I, I, it's, it's just that castle thing and the way it looks now. I think it's, it's just, it's a really good illustration of, do we know too much? to kind of appreciate it as, as a whole oh, yeah. because do you know what Absolutely. I mean when I'm there when I see it I don't notice those things I just enjoy in the moment and when I even take a photo I don't like but when I search through Twitter and I see things on Instagram and you kind of know more about yeah. certain subjects you kind of move away step away from from the magic if you want to call it and it's kind of yeah. you see all the nitty-gritty bits that you might not have if you were just you know there to enjoy yourself so even that with with the castle of course it needs a bit of a refurb and i think it needs a li- facelift at this point but at the same time does it really when i see it when i'm walking down the main street for the first time it's still shining bright <laughs> like the first time i've seen it you know what i mean it's just one of those yeah. feelings that of course you don't want to see it getting completely run down or whatever but you know, you can pick nitpick details like that in every single thing, and yeah, it's not it's not an excuse. It's just a reason. As my, like my biggest worry was that would that be they leave it too long, and that something really bad happens because like if you do stand up, if you stand at like the entrance and look up, like even just for half a second, there are so many broken slates on the top of like the turrets and stuff. And my worry would be that like if they just continue to ignore it. 
that I don't know, like a whole sheet of them or something will fall down. I, and that's it. I think they. And then they, you're they, fucked. Oh, I don't think they would afford. <laughs> I don't think they would afford that kind of thing happening. <laughs> would, you would. Yeah. You would hope not. Yeah. So we, are we going to news? Uh, no, I could just uh, argue about the castle all day and how I want it to be more pink. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> if anything, it needs to be a bit less just pink. Yeah, that's more pink. <laughs> um, no, I think that's everything. We should probably get on to why Andrew is here. Which is also uh, to do with the castle. Oh, this is very oh. true. That was a good introduction. <laughs> that was a good, yeah. We love, say, we love Andrew? a good segue. We're professionals We love a good here. segue. <laughs> So, as we mentioned at the kind of start of the call, we've been doing our fortnightly Disney quiz. And as Andrea said, they've been going on long into the evening where people have been having a few drinks and having a few chats. And it came out that Andrea has experienced the wonderful Castle Club in the Disneyland Hotel, which is something that I think every Disney fan, or at least Disneyland Paris fan, wants to experience at some time stage in their life as to whether it'll be an affordable option for people is a whole other yeah, question it is. but it's something that i think everybody would like to experience so i was extremely curious and i know kate was quite curious as well so we thought we would have you on and you could tell us about it oh yeah i didn't Ooh, i didn't yeah. share it to, uh, <laughs> oh is that why i'm here <laughs> good to know <laughs> i don't have notes or anything like that god forbid no I didn't ask you like, so what are you going to ask me? How do I go around this? Like, what do I do? <laughs> no, Sam last week, she was so ready. She had her notes and everything. She was like, oh, let me just check my notes. Did I miss anything? And I was like, Jesus Christ, I better step up my game. I was, yeah, I was thinking it's coming, you know, coming up here with a cup of coffee and just chat. But yeah, I do have some notes. No, I don't really. I do. But yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the club. We didn't... Um, how did I ever end up there? That's a that's a good one. Yeah, I'm not right. sure. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's a long story, and I'm I'll, I'll try to make it as short as possible and um, as informative as possible. So what happened was, in beginning of March, uh, I booked to stay in a Disneyland hotel uh, as I did the year before. So in 2017 was the first time that I ever went to Disneyland Paris, and I went there um, with my cast member ticket because i you know i used to used to work with you guys and we would get like four i think it was in a year mm-hmm. yeah. um and i had them and i've never used them as a I, at that point i wasn't working in the store anymore and i um 2017 17 i just went for one day and then i was staying in paris and then i went for the other the second day right after and i was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> it was like but literally it was a it was a dream come true i'm i'm like I'm from Croatia originally and growing up, it was one of those things like, I I want to go to Disneyland. I want to go and see that castle. I want to be there. I want to live in it. That was like my initial idea as I was growing up. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 2018, I booked to stay in Newport Bay and then I had to cancel it because there was a lot of things happening that year for me. And then in 2019, I was like, fuck it. 2018 was the worst year of my life. Uh, literally in every single aspect that you can imagine and I was like I need to kind of start fresh start anew and kind of treat myself and get to a point where um, I feel better about life (laughs) so in 2019 I went and booked to stay in Disneyland Hotel with my then boyfriend uh, for like I think I think it was three nights and 
that's how it all started. I went there and I was like, I didn't even know about the annual pass or anything. Like if you remember, Kate, in 2017, I asked you all these questions. What do I do when I go to the park? But I didn't want, I didn't want to know too much at the same time because yeah. I didn't want uh, yeah, I didn't want to get spoilers or anything like that. But uh, in 2019, I was obviously I had, I know a bit, I knew a bit more about the park and the hotels and whatever, but um, I didn't know that much. I didn't know um, much about the the annual pass as well. So I booked just to stay through their website. And then once I was there and I've seen the options, I was like, right, this seems like a good thing for me. I think I'm going to come back. I, I need this this year. And I got um, Infinity Pass in March. It was 2019 last year. Yeah. So yeah, that was my first experience of staying on site and I stayed in Disneyland Hotel and it was, um, it was, yeah, it was great. <laughs> No, no other way of saying it. It was really cool. Um, I obviously being so close to the park itself and um, like the whole atmosphere of the of the hotel and the way it looks and like it's just it it, it was just spectacular. If I might say so myself. <laughs> but then <laughs> this year, and I stayed like, and then I went um, last year. I think I went four times altogether and stayed on like in uh, Sequoia Lodge and Newport Bay. Um, and yeah, it was all really cool. And then this year I decided to, because it's, it's my birthday week and I have this whole plan of meeting up with some of my friends in, in Paris and then meeting with some of them in, in Disneyland. And I had the whole thing booked. I was going by myself for the first time. Um, I've never booked a trip by myself. So this was the first time of actually going by myself and meeting someone there. Um, so as I, as, as the first week of March was approaching, uh, the thing with COVID started to kind of impact um, people all around the euro, basically, including some of my friends. And um, I think it was two days before I was to leave. I like it, my some of my friends were like, we, we just can't like we have to cancel. We just can't come. It's just you. One of them was from Italy. The other one was, was from Croatia. And they were like, we can't. So I was like, fine. Um, I still got to meet with some of them in Paris and it was, um, it was fine, but it was like, right. So do, what do I do? Like, do I, do I say, do I cancel? Do I, do I go? What do I do? I, like, I, I didn't know what to do, but I ended up saying, fuck it. I'm just going to go see how it's, <laughs> see what's going to happen, how it's all going to go, whatever. And once I, got to this is such a long introduction like i don't even i didn't even come no, close to the Keep castle going. club it's just literally just getting to the good bit right <laughs> <laughs> as i'm coming in like i did i did a bit of a research obviously about different uh, club levels of each hotel i stayed in um sequoia lodge golden forest um and i knew about the castle club and at one point last year when i was booking this year uh, to go there i did um I asked just to kind of see what the price was. I asked because I was staying for four nights. I was like, let me just check. And she was like, oh, you don't have, uh, with Infinity Pass, obviously we have the 50% discount for, for room rates, but that doesn't include the uh, club level rooms. Okay. So she was like, let me just check. And then the, 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 the price she gave me, I was like, okay, fine. Yeah, just book me the regular ones. And when I said it, there's a madness, there's a madness, there's a methods, methods to my madness of, of how I actually, um, what, how I book these things and when I like the times when I go, it's very important as well. The first week of the last week of February, the first week of March is one of the weeks. If you let, if you take a look at the calendar, which is um, the 
I, I can't remember the, the proper name of it, like low attendance week. So yeah. the prices would be um, the lowest for, for like staying on site. And obviously, if when you put your 50% off on top of that, yeah, go, go, I, go during the cheap weeks. And um, yeah, when I, when I was like, what, what do I do? Do I cancel? What do I do? I was like, no, I'm just going to go and I'll see how it's like, I'll see what's going to happen. You never know, whatever. And I was, as I was traveling, I was thinking to myself, right, let's, let's just, you know, keep our spirits up and like try to make this the best thing I can, um, given the circumstances. And as I came to the, um, as I arrived and I came to the reception desk, I just looked up and I was thinking, let's just see, like, mm-hmm. let's just ask and let's see what's going to happen. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, as I was checking in, there was this lovely lady, I can't remember her name, but she was learning the magic and, she, um, she was really good with English. You know, that it's not always the case with right. cast members in, in Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was, she was all, all right. Like she was nice and all. Um, and I was like, may I just ask you, please, if I would like to upgrade to the club level, if there are any availability, how much would that be? And like, I'm, I'm just curious, whatever. And she was looking at like, it was, <laughs> it, it's, it's just a bit, I don't even know how to say it. Um, she was like, oh, are you okay? She was just looking at me like I asked her, I don't know, a million bucks or whatever. <laughs> And she was like, all right. And I was like, is, can you check that? Is that an option? And she was like, yeah, for yourself, it's just you. And I was like, oh, here we go. And I was like, yeah, it's just me. And my problem is just going to be just me because my friends had to cancel um, given the situation. Um, and it's my birthday week as well. So I'm just trying to make, you know, the most of it, most out of it. And she was like, yeah, let me just go and check. And then she went backstage and like, for checking whatever and then she came back and she was like yeah we have availability and i was like okay um how much would that be and she was like let me check and then she went back <laughs> i was just sitting there at the time was like yes yeah <laughs> and came back and then she uh, gave me like a piece of paper um and i was like okay and looked at the price and it was like it was not even it was like it was something that I could afford at that point. It wasn't okay. like, it's not cheap, but at least, but it was miles away from what I was quoted before when I first, um, right. You know, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, is that, and I was like, is this for like, I was like, is this for a night? And she was like, uh, she was like, no, for four nights. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> I didn't really think about it that moment. And she was like four nights. And I was like, yeah, all four nights. And I was like, should I do it like this? She was like, ah. I was like, I could just do it. At this point and like now in in the hindsight i think they did have a lot of cancellations as well and mm-hmm. when i actually came to the castle club and i've seen like i'm not sure how the like this was my first time um doing it um i'm not sure how it usually works but there wasn't a lot of people there there was like a lot of during breakfast like you had a lot of empty um it's small place anyway but it was like half yeah. empty most of the days so i th- really think that you know coming uh, on a cheap week as I did and with the situation with the COVID starting to kind of impact their um, um, yeah. bookings or whatever I really got a bargain deal when it comes to when it comes to Castle Club so that was all good kind of had the but the whole perfect storm yeah. I know yeah <laughs> but the, um, the 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 whole thing was just a, I, I, like I, I feel entitled saying it, but it's just it it felt very tran- like like a transaction, which it was. I know it was, but there was absolutely yeah. not. Like, I was a bit uncertain, and I was a, bit, a little bit 
shy maybe you know you just feel a bit awkward you're there by yourself i don't know what's going to happen i know at this point that half of my friends are definitely not coming i know that my friends yeah. who are supposed to come to uh, disneyland are definitely not coming i'm i'm in park for the first time by myself um and it's my birthday week and it's just like it's a mixture of things and the way that the whole thing was kind of dealt was yeah okay okay yeah we'll do that there was no oh yeah i, I don't know do you know what i mean we yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's stupid saying those things, but I've I've been a cast member. You, there's a certain level of service you kind of give to guests. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. Like I know that she was learning a magic, and I like maybe I, this is all really stupid from my end. But it was all yeah okay I'll check yeah that's that's it. And then she turned around and then she uh, said said it to another cast member. I speak a little like just a tiny bit of French just so I could understand. And she mm-hmm. said to her, oh she's he's booking a castle club because he's by himself. It's his first week in a way that <gasps> she wasn't, but she wasn't mean about it. But it was like you know I was just there. I was oh. I was standing there and I was like it's just I just felt a bit awkward. Yeah. Thing. yeah. You know what I mean? No, and I mean like at the end of the day, and it's. Uh, when you're paying for a premium hotel, because at the base level, if you hadn't opted to go to Castle Club, regardless, you're still staying in the most expensive hotel yeah, exactly. on site. So mm-hmm. you would expect to have a level of service that would match that, which is similar yeah. to the issue that me and Kate had in Newport, Newport Bay, Bay, because yeah. we got w- much worse service in Newport Bay than we'd ever experienced in Cheyenne, Santa yeah. Fe, Square Lodge, anywhere else. So I, I fully maintain that as you go up the levels, like every guest should get a great level of guest service yes, and exactly. but if you are paying the more premium you should get a more premium guest service it just it, that, be, it should make sense you should, it, it be, should. Uh, to, be, to, be, to be fair like in it, it, there is a difference um I've, I've stayed in like a couple of the hotels now there is a difference that which as you just said it's, it might even be a bit unfair that you know there's a different level of service that guests do get but at the same time it for. is yeah, exactly. You pay for that as well, uh, to a point. And she was an old. She was nice about it, but it was, as as I said, there was no. Oh yeah, like there was no encouragement. Coming yeah. from, it's just stupid. I know. I know. It's. I, I sound so spoiled even saying those things. But you know, being a part of the Disney magic and and knowing how it all these things work, it was just. Yeah. It just felt a bit awkward, and I was I was having dialogues in myself. I was like, "Are you doing the right thing? Why are you even doing this? Are you going to pay all this money to do what? To be sitting there like it was just weird." And then she kind of did what she had to do, and then she was like, "Right, I'm going to take you to the reception, um, to the Castle Club," and um, so I went with her to the lift, and we had a little like small small talk and I, I asked her oh was there a lot of um cancellations or because the things are have just basically started mm-hmm. and you can yeah. see that there was like these uh, there were hand sanitizers everywhere that's the first mm-hmm. thing i noticed when i got to the hotel there were like hand sanitizers on the entrance and the on the reception uh, desk like absolutely everywhere and she was like mm, no not really and i'm thinking yeah right but mm-hmm. okay of course that's what you say so i got mm-hmm. to the um the, to the castle club reception there was like i think three cast members sitting there is and that she on a different level sorry is that on a different level to where you would normally check in because it is yeah yeah you check on the ground floor so you go and you walk uh, all the way you walk up we actually took a lift to the first floor and then it's the okay. entrance to the castle club there's a lift i think it's really close to where the shop is, um, is oh yes i know what you're talking about yeah that's the lift yeah, and she took me up to the second I'm floor. I'm already excited. I yeah. didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's really like, um, 
I wanted that. That's why I did it. I did it for the experience. I didn't do it because yeah. I, I had, you know, kids with me that are going to, you know, have breakfast with Mickey Mouse every, I did it for myself. I did it because I wanted to treat myself. I just got a huge promotion at work, like a week before that. And I was like, right, this is like, a, as you said, the perfect storm to kind of, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. make the situation that's not ideal into something that I'm hopefully going to, you know, remember i know i will but you know what i mean like yeah mm-hmm. different level yeah. together so we came up uh, to that um castle club reception and they were like bonjour hello smiling and then she introduced me speaking in french to them as to what i just did is i was supposed to check in as a regular guest but i decided to um upgrade to castle club because i bought myself for the next four <laughs> four four nights or no, five I days say, i think that's a very french thing i think the french can be just They're very matter of fact like yeah exactly it's like and i'm just and i'm just sitting there smiling and he just wants to have a good time like he's just like okay like he's by himself you know you just want to know yeah exactly <laughs> and it was like it's his birthday whatever and they were like oh hello yeah whatever and they sat me down and um I've like I've read some reviews about the Castle Club and the whole experience or whatever, and I, and I know this is a bit different because I like I asked about the upgrade on the as I was checking in, mm-hmm. and but even that process was like yeah hello like all all nice and smiley, but there was no no interaction that I would kind of be like oh this is something on a different level yeah. together. There was no, there was no encouragement from their side of things or like, yeah, welcome. We're gonna, you know, don't you, whatever or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, is that like at the reception, like at the second reception, the second reception, I find that really not weird. Well, I don't find it weird cause it's DLP, but you know, when we, cause like you have to equate castle club in the Disneyland hotel to um, golden forest and Square yes. Lodge, Cause that's basically yeah. what yeah. it equates to. And every time I've checked in in Golden Forest and Square Lodge, I have felt like goddamn royalty. Oh yes, <laughs> oh yeah. I've, you know yeah I mean? had the same thing. I had the same thing in in Sequoia Lodge and Golden Forest. It was a completely different thing. They're like, mind you, sit I'd, down. I'll yeah. take your bag. Do you want a chocolate? Have some chocolate do want, coins. Do you want another yeah. chocolate? Would you prefer the chocolates that are on this table? What's the name today? And even when I went with Ed and we realized that I was using the wrong name. She checked like five different folders. I remember you saying, yeah. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I was like, my fault. I'm an idiot. It's this name. And she went, no problem at all. Here it is. I found it. And I was like, oh, thanks for not making me feel stupid. I think it's (laughs) like, I'm not going to like, I'm just going to, as Sinead would say, I'm going to call spade a spade, right? I think it was, (laughs) I am by, I am by myself. Um, Mm -hmm. I am a guy and like, I think it's a different dynamic when it's a family arriving or when it's a, you know, a couple or youngsters or whatever. Like, I don't know. It was just, I think it was a combination of things. And maybe I think there was, uh, it might be that the whole COVID situations as it was kicking off, they maybe had some sort of brief that or whatever, like it, it was just a different yeah, kind of never, atmosphere. Yeah, you never fair. know. You never know. So obviously I'm not going to, so I was, I'm just sitting there and as they're like checking me in, giving me the room key and whatever. And they're handing me the room key and my, um, lovely cast member from the ground floor she's still with me and she's like right i'm gonna take you to a room and she um and she's like she gives she uh, she's like do you want to go to room or do you want to go to the park i'm like i'm just gonna go to the room leave my stuff and then uh, Mm -hmm. uh, they they took my bags on the reception and um took them to the room whatever and she was like okay i'm just gonna walk you to your room and then we went down the lift we went to the lift went down again and to the first floor 
And she started walking around. And as we're chatting, I'm like, where are, where is this room? Like thinking to myself, Jesus, where is this? And she's like, oh, honestly, I don't even, I'm not sure. <laughs> and I'm I like, thought they were up. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah. And I'm like, the I'm on the first floor. You have to use. I'm on the first floor. Like, All right. And then we're walking and she's like looking at whatever. And she's like, oh, what room did I, she didn't write down the room number, but I've seen the room that she wrote down. And I was like, I think it was this one. And she was like, yeah, it probably was, but I can't, where, where is it? And we're walking back and forth, like on the main hallway oh on the first floor. And God. like, like she's, she's being funny, but like, I can see that it's not, she's learning the magic, as I said. And like, it's, she's like, she said to me at that point, oh, I don't really do this. Uh, they don't really let let us, you know, deal yeah. with Castle Club or whatever. No and I was like, no, it's fine. No worries. Um, and then she actually stopped one of the cast members passing by and she was like, where is this room? And then they were like, that's on the second floor. And that's what I said to her as well, because it was like, it made sense to me. But she was like, mm-hmm. no, I think it's here. And then we went up to the lift again, went to the room. And she was like, I'm really sorry. And I was like, no, no worry about it. She was like, have a great time. She was really nice about the whole thing. Um, obviously, right, okay. I got in the room. And yeah, basically, that's, that's my check, check-in experience. Um, it's, um, I sound like such, such douche at this point. But yeah, it, 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 it was up to the standard of what you would expect of checking in in a hotel. But it was nothing um, extraordinary about it, which no. was which was, and you kind of, and you, and you're second guessing yourself as you're doing it. And as I'm sitting there, I was like, Oh, why do I like, is it me? I'm, do I like have this vibe of I shouldn't be here? You know what I mean? Like you just, yeah. but you like, definitely, you definitely don't sound bad saying what you're saying. Like the whole reason we always talk about it. our, this whole reason we always talk about our experiences is because it's important for everyone to get like firsthand experiences of stuff that aren't like released by Disney themselves or yeah, like exactly. released through a paid promotion or something like that. Like we don't give a shit if yeah. like, if we have a bad experience, we're going to tell people we had a bad experience. Like I don't really care what Disney think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was funny as I was, as, as, as the cast member from the ground floor was leaving, she was like, what day is your birthday again? And I was like, Saturday. She was like, okay, I'll make sure they remember that. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. Isn't it? Because obviously you I've read things, you, you know, when you stay in a Disney hotel, if they know it's your birthday, they do whatever. Like, yeah yeah it's they, nice they, they can sprinkle that pixie dust if they, they really want they to. can and yeah. they do and like it's not even something that just disney hotels do that like if you're staying in a hotel people know it's your birthday usually they yeah. would kind of yeah and i was and as i was saying it i was like oh god i hope they don't, they don't think i'm just saying it because i want it's just stupid because it's you, you talked about the irish guilt there is a thing called creation shame maybe it's not but maybe i'm making that up <laughs> oh my god and you but it is <laughs> but it's it's like it's a great it's uh, maybe it's just my it's maybe it's under shame quite probably it's just you know you're like oh it's just it's just awkward. I I feel a bit awkward and I I don't know I'm whatever so that was my experience of checking in it wasn't um, as I said spectacular it, it was it was like three out of five if I had to rate it <laughs> as an experience um, but yeah the whole section where the castle club is on the second floor it's um it's really nice it's in tune with the rest of the hotel it's nothing um it's nothing majorly different as far as i could tell obviously between the the regular settings of the hotel where the castle club is and where the um where the regular rooms are um okay. I, as i said i stayed the year before in the regular room and um honestly i had a better view from that room and I think it was a bit bigger even than this one where oh. I was, yeah, 
it oh might God, be so much scandal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was a nice room altogether. Get me wrong. There's like different bits and pieces. There are different. Like the wallpaper is different. The um, thing on the bed, the runner is different, and mm-hmm. like the some of the, the details like that. I think the. Um, carpet is different as well those type of things that you don't even kind of notice um but the view i my previous in the previous room and my the the year before my view was uh on the left hand side of the hotel looking at the park entrance where the basically the toilets are um but you can hear the music and it was actually the trees whatever and this was on that same side but it was kind of facing the um the roof the rooftop and the sea and the that part of the hotel so i could see people coming in and out but i can, couldn't see oh, the park or the lights okay. or anything like that oh, like the side waves like it was fine I, like i wasn't planning on spending too much time in the, in the room anyway but it's always nice to have a nice view right yeah and you would for the, for the castle club i i read that you know not the, the views are not spectacular i was like yeah that's fine whatever the bathroom to my knowledge it was completely the same as um what i had in the regular room so there was no difference there um and the there was the coffee maker uh in the room here but you also get it in the regular room in the disney hotel as well so there's no difference oh okay there's no you get you get little nespresso um pods the only difference here is obviously you have the castle club lounge that you can go um during the day so no need for you know the coffee in your room you can just go and get grab a coffee there proper espresso and um have it there or take it to your room whatever so yeah that was okay cool um what's the so the castle club lounge so obviously we've both experienced the gulf virus lounge where you go you have your breakfast pretty standard breakfast the glorious scrambled egg and then they do like afternoon treats that i've never experienced because i'm always in the park um and then they have like drinks and stuff in the evening so what's the castle club lounge like Castle Club was probably the Castle Club Lounge was probably the highlight of the whole thing of the whole experience okay. for me personally. Um, it, um, it, uh, I was thinking about it when I was when we arranged this, and I was like, "What I'm gonna say?" And like, what were my highlights? Um, it's almost the Castle Club Lounge is kind of and and it feels like an extension of the park rather than an extension of the hotel uh, okay. in a way that okay. obviously there's a lift that kind of brings you all the way down to the main entrance and you can literally go to the park straight like it takes 10 seconds to get inside the park but it also if you're like around the you know the main street or whatever if you just want to pop up for a bit of coffee or pastry or whatever you just hop in on that lift you you're right there and you kind of sit i would kind of sit next to the window and you see all the people coming in and it, it really yeah. feels like a part of the park and i think that's the whole appeal of the castle club lunch the food there i found was like pretty close to what we had in um golden forest in sequoia lodge uh, i think okay. the, the um the selection i think I, I might be wrong now but i think there was even fewer things to choose from now it might be okay. because they they hadn't have um full um place booked or maybe i don't know maybe they were working yeah, like yeah, or whatever uh, but i found like it was tasty it was nice it was like all these different kind of sandwiches and in the afternoon you would have different sandwiches you would have churros i think that you would like that Sinead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you would <laughs> you had different crepes and pancakes and um all these different things that you could kind of choose from it like it, 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 it was fine for what it is it's really fun, like obviously and then there's the uh, 
your sodas that you can have um, and water and coffee or tea, whatever you want to choose. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Did the sodas come in bottles or did you have to get them poured into a glass? They come in bottles. Oh, luxury. Yeah, they come in bottles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the difference. You see, I just remembered it's in Sequoia Lodge. You would, they would pour it into, into a glass. Yeah. That's true. Because I know it used to be, I mean, the first time we went to Golden Forest, that was the way it was for every club level, was that you got like bottles and stuff. But then they changed it. So I was just right. wondering if DLP got to keep the luxury of the reason, non-reusable plastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would have them in glass bottles. So that's... Oh, glass bottles. Glass bottles. Yeah, oh, yeah, glass. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, like a proper, like a proper cafe, like the same. Yeah. Jeepers! Glass I know bottles. what you're paying your extra money for now. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, and the breakfast was like it was a good selection of 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 everything. Uh, again, um, I think it was pretty similar to what we had in Golden Forest minus maybe a couple of different things. Um, there were definitely, I think, more desserts here in okay. both like the afternoon tea kind of thing and the in the morning as well. I think it's more like sweet, sweetie kind of thing rather than savory. Um, um, I think that was probably the main difference. Like the food is, is it's fine. It's nothing. I didn't find it to be, it's, it's on the level. Like I don't think it can't, it can't be anything more than that. Do you know? Mm-hmm. That's fair. But to be fair, I, when, when I first booked the Disneyland Hotel the year before, I, as I booked it on the site, it came with a free meal plan. Uh, and I had a free breakfast and lunch and dinner, whatever. Uh-huh. I found that the regular breakfast in uh, regular um, inventions uh, every morning, was it, there was more to choose from. And it was a bigger variety of things, including, I think, more fruit and those type of things. And also you had a really cool, like Mickey shaped um, plates and stuff like that in inventions oh, that yeah. you don't have in Castle Club. Right. It was it's really for that. Yeah, it's like to be, to put things in perspective. You know, in Golden Forest, where you have uh, like all the food kind of in that kind of U shape, uh-huh. um, it would be maybe one f- fourth of that where the right. food was okay. in okay. in Castle Club. Yeah, it was maybe I want to say ten to fifteen tables altogether. No, it was more than ten. It was fifteen to twenty tables, but it was like. Yeah, it wasn't. It's it's really tiny. The whole space is really tiny. But the 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 cars they're they're really attentive there. They're they're really nice. Um, after like two days, they knew. Oh, I was the guy who drinks um, the espresso during during the day and mint tea in the evening. So they would kind of just Aww, nod. And if they would see me. They yeah, that was that was that was. They were the highlight of the whole thing. The the place and the cars working there. They were really really nice. Oh, um, I find that. The cast are generally, as we always say, and you always say, it's a Disney karma kind of thing. You be nice to your right. cast, and they get, you know, they're nice to you as well. And mm-hmm. in life, not just in Disneyland, obviously, not just cast <laughs> people. Just be nice. Just be nice. So, like saying all these things is more of a giving um, an overview of the experience rather than being, you know, a picky about things that weren't maybe yeah. quite right. But I just want to say it as it is because that's 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 how it was. Um, so yeah, the lounge, the castle, here? yeah, the castle club. And one thing that I noticed sitting in the castle club lounge was that people were sitting with um, their lanyards. Like the, the, I would presume, looking at them, they all had one castle club lanyards, and I was like, oh, look at them having that. And you know, people love. You just said, Sinead, exclusive crap. And I was thinking, going, huh, you know, it would be nice to have one of those. I just wonder, like, how do you, how do you get yeah. it? 
as I was leaving, I think it was, it wasn't even my first day, it was my second day there. And I noticed like everyone having one. Um, I went to the reception and like, don't get me wrong, people that were cast members in reception as you pass by, they're like, bonjour, hello, as you as they normally would. Um, and I find all cast in Disneyland hotel like that. Um, I think it's a bit more relaxed in the sense that there maybe, maybe it's not a lot of people there like Newport Bay or Sequoia Lodge. So you do yeah. get those mm-hmm. kind of one-on-one interactions in when they actually look you down in the eye, even though you're there, you're maybe just passing by them and they're like, hello or whatever. In a yeah. really nice Disney way. Um, I find that in Disneyland Hotel more than anyone else, uh, more than anywhere else. Um, okay. So it's Castle Club was kind of just the same as the regular um, rooms or service that I would get yeah. from cast members there. Um, so I went, I think it was second day, uh, and I went to the reception. I was like, I said, hello. And they were like, hi, hello, sit down. And I sat down and I was like, um, I was just wondering, I've seen those um, lanyards. How, how, how can we get one? Um, Castle Club Lanyard. And she, the guy looked at, he was a he, he looked at me and he was like, um, yeah, Castle Club Lanyard. So I was like, well, can I buy one? And he's like, no. And I was like, okay, so how do you get one? And he was like, well, you get it as you check in. And I was like, okay, so I didn't get one. May I please have one? He's like, oh, you really didn't get it. And I'm like, oh my, oh, really God like, what, do you know what I mean? It's like, seriously and he's and i'm like, been like no. sorry i'm here by myself it's my birthday give me you know i didn't like i'm just give me a lanyard and i'm like oh fuck's sake and and that creation shame you know kicking in and i'm thinking to myself why are you even doing this like i feel embarrassed by like asking but then again i'm like fuck you you know sorry excuse me i know yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean i'm like I am no. paying. I maybe I might yeah. be paying a bit less than a bit less, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. matter. Like, you it, pay if for it's... the service and you expect everything that comes with that service and you yeah. never forget it, Andrew. No one else has it. Why can I? <laughs> and so I was anyway. looking, so I was like, like, yeah, so may I have one, please? I didn't get it. He was like, Are you sure? And I was like, Yes, I'm sure. Like it wouldn't be whatever. And even if like really? And then he turned around and he got one and he was like, There you go. And I was like, Oh, great, thank you. And that's it. Like that was the communication that was the interaction yeah it was yeah and that's basically it um they're obviously different um some of the other perks are you have your characters during breakfast which was that was again this is all coming from someone who was there by himself um in an environment where i think every single table but one was family Mm -hmm. uh, families with kids okay uh, so I was like sticking out as a sore thumb all the time. And I was, you know, and self-aware, it's, which is my kind of thing, you know. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you do, like, it, it was just, I wouldn't do it like that ever again. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but it's more down to me and the way that I kind of felt maybe. But it's also partly because of the whole thing not being to my book, to my like expectations at least, uh, to a standard of maybe what I would kind of hope. What do you mean? I don't know. Do you mean like, like the characters weren't up to scratch? The food no, the characters, scratch? the characters were like, they, they were fun. And as soon as um, they would, so that's just me sitting there by myself. They, some of them had re, like, would come straight away. Like, like, I think it was Mickey, Minnie and Tiger most of the days, Chip and Dale some other times, whatever. Obviously. Sorry, sorry. did you just call Tigger Tiger? Did I? Yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, that's the Croatian. Yeah. That's the Croatian in me. Can't kill him. Croatian shame. Yeah, Croatian. Croatian shame. 
so the characters were good. So what the characters were good. Like if they would notice um, me sitting by myself, uh, like Mickey would kind of pretend, oh, can I may I join you? And then it was, he would sit with me and like oh, you know, it was really cute. And Tigger, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> one morning he couldn't get enough of me. He was like sitting by my like sitting next to me. I think for like ten minutes he just didn't want to move, and then kept like jumping around me and like bringing me food. And it was like like you felt silly, but it felt so good mm-hmm. because it was like, yeah, this is this is what it is. This that's that's the kind of thing you know. I'm yeah. because yeah. you. Uh, like it's really stupid i'm i'm in my 30s right and i did choose to spend my birthday by myself mostly <laughs> going to meet my friends in paris it's another thing but you know in disneyland paris i am that person that will get a kick out of this so mm-hmm. do something yeah. about like do you know what i mean like uh, that's what i'm paying to be <laughs> god i sound so entitled i know what <laughs> you really don't on a, on a podcast where all we talk about is in paris you don't <laughs> Title. <laughs> no, not at all. How many but, trip reports did we have last year? Like, yeah, that we put out multiple episodes for. Um, yeah. Okay. So the. Oh so yeah, the characters were the characters were great. Um, and like I've I, I didn't want to kind of take away from like all the families with kids being around me, and so I would like you know spend some time, maybe take a photo or two, and then I would kind of wave by or whatever and go my way <laughs> so yeah i think it would be a different experience it would be a different experience if there was someone um to share this with yeah, it, would, okay. it definitely would it because even the silly bits are, would be more silly and you know even if it were, there was something that yeah. wasn't quite as silly you would laugh about it or whatever it was just it was just it was a tiny bit awkward um i would do it again in the sense i would go by myself but not to this level that's okay that's that's definitely were there cast members there to like take pictures for you yes with you, the characters they oh, would okay. they were they, they were yeah they were and um they had uh, character handles there and they were really nice the the, the the whole um selection of cast in in the lounge as i said was was really good including the, the wow. character handlers there but yeah the reception cast uh like i found to be um fine like hit and miss yeah yeah exactly so it was uh some of them were were really nice and like it it was there was one lady there who would say oh hello mr andrea like knowing that it's me and i'm not expecting that uh, be be realistic but at the same time i am staying there for four nights which is actually for castle club quite a like usually uh, like i've seen people rotating around me all the time uh, every single almost like yeah. i would see same families maybe two days and there was someone else coming in whatever so it was uh, I, I knew that they kind of knew i was the i was the old one out who came here by himself it, I, you, you, I could sense it whatever but so yeah um one of the perks that i really enjoyed was having the vip um fast pass Mm-hmm. Oh that yeah, you get. that was one of the questions that I had. So when you yeah. stay in Compass Club or Golden Forest or whatever the hell they're going to call it in Marvel, you get one per day. Is that the same? Do you get more? No, no, you get one that's valid for every single attraction that has a fast pass throughout every single day of your stay. Wait, so wait, what? Hold on, it's a VIP so fast pass. You get pass. an unlimited one. Unlimited one, so oh you can God. go. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So you can go on Kate's as many as <laughs> I know. Not again, not a visual medium, but Kate's facial expression <laughs> right now is brilliant. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, 
it's the unlimited one so you could i could um let's just and you can use it in phantom manner um which uh, normally doesn't have a fast pass pass. but you can use it there and let me tell you Sinead, i certainly did i went on that (laughs) ride i think i think if i say 10 times a day i'm not like i'm like um, literally it was i was taking a piss at one point cast member there was like here comes the, <laughs> here comes the... <laughs> no really he was like because i would it, you, because you, you uh you go up the stairs of like the main entrance you don't go you yeah. don't go all around and he was like here's the um, oh how did he phrase it like the manner the mister of the of the house or oh, whatever i'm like oh my god Love Taking it. all the right boxes there. So yeah, it was, and it was really funny because I would just come up those stairs and like get right in. And then I would, every time I'm like, focus on this because I love that ride. As you know, like it's, it's my yeah. joint favorite with Pirates of the Caribbean, maybe even the first one, quite probably the first one. Um, and yeah, it was really good to have that. Uh, I think I went to Peter Pan's ride um, a lot of times as well, which I don't normally do because it's always, obviously there's so many people there and uh, you can't always, like if you get a fast pass and then you miss it, or, like, it's just, we know the situation yeah. with, with So I took advantage of that and the Big Thunder Mountain. Um, I'm not a huge on roller coasters. So I, okay. like, I'd, I've never been on a hyperspace mountain. So I didn't use it for that one, obviously. Um, okay. And I've been on Indiana Jones once and I've had my fair share of Indiana Jones, so I'm, <laughs> I'm not ever doing it ever again. Yeah, but like, and mind you, I was there uh, Wednesday, Thursday, no, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, no, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, no, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, from Wednesday to Sunday, right? And from Wednesday to Friday, um, like it, it wasn't that busy. Obviously, it's one of the quietest, like one of the... Um, least weeks with not a lot of attendance uh but over the weekend it got really really busy um because i I think think the french holidays uh, started like the kids holiday started that the week after or whatever absolute devil i hate the french school holidays not that i hate the french or french children but like the french school holidays i just feel like are just the devil because they don't all get out at the same time so they last like a month and a half because they separate them by quadrant of the country and you're just like jesus christ yeah you can (laughs) feel it i think there were no holidays for that week but then i think that weekend they started and i think sam she went as i think i checked out on the 8th and she came into the parks on the 9th or something like that and she said it was really busy right okay so it was great to have that that vip pass i didn't like doing my research on the castle club that's one of the things that i wasn't really aware i knew that you get something but i wasn't sure i didn't know it was this one i cannot believe i'm just so baffled they give you a vip ultimate fast pass yeah because those things are so expensive yeah it's uh, like yeah, yeah it was like, really what 150 yeah for like one day yeah like per day they're crazy so if, money so if you factor in that and a character breakfast and even if you pick say for example plaza gardens which is the cheapest character breakfast yeah, that's exactly. an yeah. 40 euro if you are getting your castle club for in and around say 200 euro a night additional then yeah. that's not yeah. bad I'm already and, like good value for money. Yeah. Like even with the extra 200, with, I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, obviously with the character breakfast and the, the fact that uh, you can go and have some food or, and, and drinks, which kind of, I was trying to, you know, um, uh, v- find excuse. No, I wouldn't say find excuses, but kind of trying to um, reassure myself. I made the right decision. So I was like, right, so I had five coffees today. How much would that be <laughs> per day? You know, 30 euro in the park. Do you know? <laughs> So yeah, those type of things. Um, 
um, yeah, it's really cool. It was uh, that was also one of the highlights, obviously, having that um, VIP fast pass. Um, now, as I'm saying that, I'm like, I, I I hope this is a thing that they give to everyone. I, like, I don't think I got it because of any other reason. Well, I mean, they weren't even giving you a lanyard, so I yeah, so yeah, I wouldn't. Special treatment. <laughs> no. Uh, Question though. So yeah. you mentioned that the the girl from the reception asked what day your birthday was, and you said it was Saturday. Did they? Do, was there anything done for you on Saturday? No. Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And it, this is one of the things as well. I was like, oh, God damn. I know. Do you know what? Um, I, I, w- I wasn't expecting anything, but at the same time, I kind of like, it's stupid. I was. You know what, Andy? Asked. I would be expecting something. Not going to lie. If I went, and I was especially there if I was on my birthday and I went by myself and she also specifically asked me what day my birthday yeah. was. Yeah. I, in my heart of hearts, <laughs> would be expecting something. I was I here in my room. I like I like I don't know. I was it's uh, a fucking keychain. Ex- yeah, or maybe the, the the lovely frame that you got from your for your troubles in the. I can give you one of those. Yeah, do you want mine? <laughs> <laughs> it's over there in the box. You can but, you can have one. <laughs> you know what it is? Uh, Saturday came. I was there for like three days at that point, and I because of the whole kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't feel like there was no really honestly no extra magic anywhere apart from maybe the, oh. uh, the the castle club lounge bit that like yeah. i don't know i wasn't i wasn't expecting to having like long 10 minute conversations with the with the reception staff obviously they're busy but yeah like, i don't i don't know it just I, I wasn't let's just say if i was expecting something i wasn't surprised that i didn't get it i think it's a Do very, you know what i mean yeah i think yeah. it's a very telling thing with these Paris. That when bad things happen, casts get affected by it really easily, and they're not yeah. able to break through that hole. But I still work for Disney, and I'm yeah. still a cast member type thing. Yeah. Where even though I've never been to any U.S. park, I guarantee you that if anything was told to cast members during the morning in a brief or something, that they would still go out and they would still deliver the same yeah. form. Obviously, not every cast member, but a good like eighty-five percent. Yeah, I know, I know what but you like, mean. I mean. I'm sorry if you were staying in. So the equivalent to the Disneyland Hotel in Florida is the Grand Floridian. If you were a top tier annual pass holder and you checked into the Grand Floridian and said, "I would like to go for their version of Castle Club. I'm traveling by myself. It's my birthday." You mean to tell me that they wouldn't organize like a fucking marching band to show up to your room? Do you know what like, I mean? Like I've seen, I've seen the pixie dust that they can do in hotel rooms, That's, and yeah. I've seen it. I've seen the chocolate strawberries i've seen the champagne i've seen the balloons the plush all the crap that they'll put in your room for you for that like special pixie dust that you can't request it's just something that they do exactly and like and i'm like are you telling me they and especially since as you said castle club wasn't that busy you think Mm -hmm. that they'd fucking try yeah (laughs) yeah so that's what that's why i said after 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 those three days i was like even if i was kind of expecting to kind of for the whole thing maybe just to get acknowledged because some of them as i said like one of the ladies knew my name so I was kind of it was I was kind of thinking that like I'm just gonna get a happy birthday or whatever that's yeah after you know a couple of hours on during the day I was like that actually it's just weird so I went into the um <laughs> the you went um, into breakfast city. and you were like Tigger it's my fucking birthday right? I know I went into the city <laughs> I went <laughs> I was like Tiger listen to <laughs> I went into the city hall uh, because I booked my tour that day. 
of that you can book of the um oh yeah, 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 yeah. park right and i was like oh do you know what and it's my birthday please just can i get one of those badges and the customer there, there was like oh yeah of course and then she gave me the um the, the badge happy birthday whatever and yeah. uh, i had that on my coat and i felt really good about it and once uh, once i came back to my room and my um and the Castle Club Lounge, once the cast member saw that, they were like, oh, happy birthday. And I was like, thank you. So that was nice because I had a button, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah, that was... At that least was, they had the buttons. I was, I was honestly a bit worried there that you were just going to turn around at me and they were like, no. Nope, not for you. <laughs> no button for They're you. They're out of stock. <laughs> you could have this little piece of card that we can oh, write something special yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> um, but as I said, the... Castle Club Lounge, definitely a highlight, especially for the, um, the nighttime spectacular deliminations or whatever you want to call it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, it is a different experience to watch it um, from so far, far away, obviously, from the, from yeah. the castle. Uh, but it's, it's, it's really special. I would say it's really special as well. That oh, I've did, I've, question? <laughs> sorry? Do they, do they play the music inside? Or they are you do. just listening to the... Oh! Great. They play the music. Sorry, they have like this, I think they have the same playlist playing all the time. That I've I, every time I would be there, I would hear one of the songs playing um, that was always playing. Uh, but yeah, during the nighttime spectacle, they would have the they would have the uh, the sound system. Um, and I think I read someone someone on Twitter. I don't know where mentioned that it's not synced properly to oh. whatever's happening on the castle. That wasn't the case when I was there. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it was, it was absolutely perfect. Uh, the view is brilliant. It's literally, okay, cool. it's above the inventions. So it's, it's actually, it's like the most perfect view that you can have of the whole. I'm thinking where street. it is. <laughs> yeah, of the whole main street uh, area with the castle oh, there beautiful. and for the fireworks as well. And uh, it was, I think, my first evening and I came there just for the purpose of watching it from there. It was only one family there sitting in one of the um, tables. And I sat down, ordered my mint tea and the cast member came to me and said, oh, uh, your tea is waiting on that table there that's the best view in Castle Club Lounge. oh brilliant exactly and i was oh. like oh my god that was so nice this yeah it was like I'm that, so... that's that's all that's all you needed i I'm, yeah do you know I'm what i mean so intrigued yeah. at how mixed your experiences were yeah. when you were there yeah but like literally some of it was like you could have been gone to like fucking cheyenne and yeah. some of it you're like i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be exactly yeah. that's that what i'm so saying weird? every time i was i was there i kind of felt yeah, this was worth it because the cast members were so attentive and like that 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 small gesture of like I've usually obviously I work here I know what the best view is yeah your tea is waiting for you there please just move there and you'll Brilliant. see it. like and it was oh. it was amazing it was my friend's on that day it was my friend's birthday so I FaceTime her and I was like these are the fireworks oh, it was like so it was so so great. Um, question in the lounge in the evening is it just like teas and coffees and soft drinks or is there alcohol you Ask can the Irish person. <laughs> no no actually there is a bar there and they do i never okay. i didn't order anything alcoholic so i wouldn't okay. know personally but uh, uh if you do order something i think you need to pay for it that's right, okay. i'm just like you could sit there and have a glottini and watch the fireworks so yeah you like can like, you can Beautiful. if you want to yeah i had my Beautiful. mint tea and watch <laughs> watch fireworks. um but yeah and it was really cool when there was a live singer with the piano player in Fantasia and you sit there because you can sit um, around the kind of fence thing 
that goes yeah. in circle on the second floor and you can watch and you can look down and you can see the oh, wow. like the whole fantasia and you know people there and like listen to music and you're part of it but you're you're you know it's it's in a way yeah <laughs> That was the best part. In the room itself, as I said, there wasn't huge different, like nothing majorly was different. There was water waiting for me every day. That was it. There was a bottle of water um, that was um, that was there on the desk that I didn't get. We didn't get that in, in regular room. And okay. in the evenings, you would get these cards for like sweet dreams with like some motifs or Walt Disney or Sleeping Beauty and like some um, fun facts about the either a character or a hotel or whatever with a piece oh, of, okay, um, cool. with a little bit of um, Disneyland hotel chocolates on your pillow. But nice. you would get those in regular rooms as well. Ah, okay. So right. like that was nothing, um, there was nothing, nothing different there. The, the evening of my birth, I was like, maybe they're just going to give me like a box of those chocolates or something. Oh. <laughs> or like at oh, least four of them or some, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. What's the lift like? I'm very curious. The lift is it look it, from the inside. I think it looks like the regular lift uh, within the hotel, and there's like a slot for your room key, which is also the card that um, moves the lift around. So once you put the card in, you can choose where you want to go, and it goes from. I went to the third floor as well, which is the floor that has all the uh, the Sleeping Beauty suit and the Cinderella suit and some other ones, obviously the yeah. rest of them. Um, you can go up, you can go to the second floor, the first floor, and the obviously ground floor being the um, floor where you just exit. I'm not sure, do you know where, where it is, where, where the lifts are? Yeah. yeah oh, that's... we know where they are. Yeah. Trust, yeah. trust yeah. us. <laughs> I did. I like, I'm curious I... though. I'm curious though. So like if you, so if you were going down for extra magic time, for example, yeah. and you go down and you get out in the lift, is there a separate queue for no. you to go into the park or do you just join the massive you just join whatever whatever you okay whatever's whatever's there but if but, you if you went down like super early like before they let the massive people in could you be like the first person in the park i i would think so yeah yeah it's quite probably psychotic early riser but yeah <laughs> yeah quite probably so you could be because you'd be able because remember that always happens when shit is released in the park the cast people yeah. who stay in castle club get access first because they're allowed out of the lift before the main gates open so you could get out of the lift and wait at the gate before they even open the main gates. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So yeah, overall it was something, it was, I'm glad I did it. You know what? Especially considering that two weeks later they closed the parks down and it's a question what of- What a final experience. <laughs> I know, exactly. It's a question of what are we going to go back to when, once the park is actually opened again. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy that I did it. Um, um, I did would, you think it- did you think it was good value for money? For what I've paid, I would, I don't know. <laughs> so no, like you don't have to, you don't have to tell us what you paid is fine. But like, so we know that you got. What if, if this was, if this was out, what I got from it, it's so, a hard question. So I would say you, no. When you even, okay. So when you originally went to book it, when not originally book it, but when you originally asked, I know the price for the rooms was higher. Yeah. And then the second time when you asked on the day, it was much lower. Yeah. If you'd have paid that higher price, would you have been annoyed? Oh, yes. Oh, right, okay. yeah, yeah. This was me thinking, oh, maybe all of this is happening because, you know, I'm, I haven't maybe paid the full price. But how do they know? Whatever. But they don't. They don't. <laughs> but um, I, would, I, would, I, I would recommend this to someone if they can get it for maybe less money than what's usually requested for these 
for, for, for Castle Club. But at the same time, it is a very personal experience again. And I think a family or someone with, like, basically just anyone who's not there, there by themselves, <laughs> quite probably, um, would, would maybe get more out of it. I don't know. Uh, my so experience, you... the, the negatives that I kind of hold from the whole thing basically comes from um, not seeing that pixie dust basically anywhere in the, in the whole section of the Castle Club, bar the Castle mm-hmm. Club lounge. I wasn't expecting them to kind of put the fucking red carpet every time I get into my room. Like I'm not, do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. those small little subtle things like that. Like, like literally yeah. a guy saying, sit, sit down here. This is the best view in the house. Like that means, you know, yeah. that, that that's your pixie dust there. So. Would you go again with, so the price that you paid on the day, if you were there with a friend, yes, would you do it again? Yes, I would. I think okay. I would. Just for okay. the sake of having the uh, the uh, ultimate fa- fast pass uh, would be worth it, um, especially yeah. for the you know. Um, not sure what how would that reflect for? Yeah, I would. I would, but I would kind of mind you. My expectations were really high. My stay in the Disneyland hotel the year before was really really nice. Right, um, okay. It was. It. It was. I kind of measured every single say after that um, with that one and having, having that one in mind, which is maybe not the best thing because it is like the highest rating hotel between the ones in, in like inside. But yeah, at yeah. the same time, it was, it wasn't, it was nothing I can point pinpoint and be like, this is why it was just the, the overall thing, the, the music and the, 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 the lovely smell in the air and, and the room and the way that they kind of, you know, smile down when they see you and like all those type of things. Um, so the Castle Club, I would expect to kind of, as you said, Sinead, kind of be the next level yeah. within that environment. And it's, I didn't think it was. Apart from the lounge cast, as I keep saying, that was, it was it. That was it. Okay. So I would do it again in different circumstances. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's, for what it is, I don't think it's worth it. Okay. it, it being full price. Right. Okay. For me, yeah, yeah, yeah. for me at least, from for, for, from what I got from it, um, yeah. Oh, I did get an umbrella though. Oh. <laughs> that I had to pay for, which is fine. Oh. Oh. They leave. There's a there's an umbrella in the room, right? And there's a note on okay. it saying, um, "The Castle Club reception was kind enough to leave this for your usage in the parks, and if you like, because it was raining um, for." two of three or four days, three, three days. Um, they were like, if you want to take this home as a souvenir, just let your cast member, uh, the reception know, and um, we'll charge it to your room or you can pay whatever. How much was How the much umbrella? Was I think it was four, <laughs> it was 40 euro. I think it was, it was four it's zero. A, yeah. It was a big, umbre- it's a big red umbrella. It's actually quite nice and really sturdy. And like, I was like, I'm getting this. Obviously I didn't get anything. Oh, one more thing. I've seen like some of the, cast members which you know there's a castle club um pin and I've, it you can buy you could buy it in the park there's like the uh, hotels pin but yeah. there there's the um there there was a castle club that i've seen in parks all the time and i was like okay. because every time i would stay in a hotel i would get a pin from that hotel so i have one yeah. from joe and i was I'm like really- oh i'm gonna get one from castle club and i've seen cast members in the castle club wearing that pin and and I stopped well, two of them. One of the reception, one cast member in the lounge. I was like, "Can we? Where can we get it? I, I can't find them in the park." And they're and they were like, "Oh no, they're just they're sold out. You can't like we don't have them anymore." For God's sake! And I was like, "Okay, fine." And then I went can to I the, have yours. 
And then I went into the reception, like, um, I think the next day. Um, and I've seen, like, there was a couple of them on, on the wall somewhere, like that one and some other ones. And I was like, oh, I'm just wondering, I've, I've heard that they're sold out in, in the parks, but would you, can I maybe get them here in the reception, whatever? Uh-huh. And she was like, no, 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 they're all sold out, she's saying. And I was like, oh, that's fine. And they were, like, I've searched because I had time obviously i was there by myself um and i've went through every shop and i've like searched high and low or whatever and i managed to find one one i found one a bit like like i can't remember what was in front of it but like as i was searching for something else at that point um i was like wait 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 a second wait a second wait a second and i like passed by all of them and there it was and it was in the world of disney Ah, Outside. Handy. Why are they selling Castle Club pins outside of? I don't know. Yeah. At minimum, Seems the hotel. Bizarre. I know, but yeah, like you can buy all of them. Uh, so I don't know. Because even like when we were there, and that cast member had the beautiful Disneyland hotel pin that I'm obsessed with. Um, I was like, where where can I get one of these? And he was like, oh, they only sell them in the store in the no, Disneyland no. Hotel. You would think it would be, and even then, they didn't have them on the wall. You had to go to the till and ask them, and then they would show you the selection that they had. Like, you couldn't just pick one up. You had to go and ask for it. Yeah, I did. I asked there, and they said, oh, yeah, it's all sold out. And then I went there. And you know what? I was thinking, how is it even, because I've seen the Castle Club pen in different places around the park before, but I don't remember seeing it outside of the park in the whatever. But what I was thinking, what might have happened there was maybe some Someone returned it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's true. You know, because it was the only one there and like they were, everyone said that they were sold out. So I ended up with one, which was really nice. That meant was my, my, yeah, meant to be my little memento of the, of the whole experience. Like I like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm happy that I did it. Uh, it is, yeah. as you said, like it is one of those things that's like, oh, I'm not going to say once in a lifetime because that's what I thought for Disneyland for Disneyland in the first place when I first got there in 2017 and look at me in 2019 booking hotel rooms, whatever. But, but yeah, it's, it is definitely one of those things that I really uh, wanted to do and I'm happy that I did, especially um, how the things are, you know, progress with, with the whole situation. Uh, and yeah, I'm happy that I did it. It wasn't as magical as I kind of hoped it will be. And like, you know, yeah. me, I'm a huge, I'm a huge nerd when it comes to Disney, when it comes to, and I loved like the, yeah, one of the best, <laughs> one of the best parts of working in, in, in Disney store in that environment was actually being able to provide that kind of service. You know, yeah. it, it takes a certain type of person, to, mm-hmm. who's, you know, who can, who, who's, um, who, who's, you know, nerdy enough, but still not completely obsessed about the whole thing. And, yeah. you know, know that this can, you know, make someone's day or, you know, make day a little more magical, whatever. And that's yeah. including your cast members that you work with as well. So I really enjoy that aspect of working for Disney and uh, my expectation coming into, you know, Castle Club as whatever it is, it's, it's going to be like that up a notch, you know, but... Yeah, it, well, it, it wasn't everything I hoped it will be, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm happy I did it. Okay, cool. Bob. I don't think three I out of five. Okay, That's what I'm gonna get it. Sorry, what? what three out of five. Three out of five. Three stars out of five. Ooh. Okay. Three to right. four. Interesting. Yeah. Three to um, four. So three and a half. <laughs> three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think we have any more questions. I think you pretty much covered everything we wanted to know. 
Oh God, I talked and talked and talked, didn't I? Will you, will you edit, will you edit half of this? No, you oh. literally, you came on to talk about what you want to talk about and you talked about it. Do you know so. what? I have to say something. I'm not going to listen to this because it will be the cringe fest. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to myself. Not a chance in the world. <laughs> oh, dear. So this is going oh, to be quite probably the only episode I'm not going to listen uh, well, you have podcast. to. It's our After Dark Podcast Network debut. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll celebrate so in my own way. Um, but um, yeah, I'm not going to do that to myself. I just, <laughs> I just hope I didn't bore anyone to death. Yeah, sorry, guys. If anyone's listening, or yeah, if anyone's still here, hey, <laughs> thank you for sticking up. No, thank you, Andrea, for coming on the yeah, show. Yeah, thank you for coming on. No, of course. It's been. It's yeah. I've, it's been a pleasure and yeah, I'll really enjoy listening to you guys and I, yeah, I can't believe I just did this. This feels there you go. <laughs> there you go. Good thing I took off that shirt when I did because Jesus. <laughs> oh dear. So I think that's everything for this week. Yeah. Don't think we have anything else to say. I mean, I hope not. This has been one whopper of an episode. I kind of think that I there was something else that I wanted to say, but I'm I, no, I don't think let me just, I think you're done. Let me just <laughs> check my notes. <laughs> oh my god, look at the time. Uh, no, okay, I think guys, I you think will have everything. to edit this one because it's like it, this one's too long. Jesus, I'm sorry. Once again, I apologize. After Andrew's fourth apology for the evening, I really think that's everything, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Um, if you want to sort of hit us up on Instagram, it's at Mickey Waffles Pod on Insta. We're also now part of the After Dark Network. So if you guys are interested in looking at any of those podcasts, hop on to um, After Dark Network on Twitter. They have all of their podcasts there. Please go support them and give them a like. <laughs> Absolutely. And as we mentioned, our next Disney quiz is going to be on the... 15th of May and it's going to be Dapper slash Disney Bound themed so if you want to get in on that send us a DM let us know and we'll send you yeah. the details and the questions are probably going to be movie themed because everyone seemed to like those ones so just FYI if you weren't sure about the whole quizzy do probably going to do movies again just in case anyone was worried Disney Channel <laughs> movies stuff. especially yeah just decoms it's a whole yeah. thing about decoms <laughs> God, okay yeah so thanks so much for listening guys we'll see you next week I suppose All going thanks well. for having me Thanks, Thanks for listening. Andrea. Bye. 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 This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.